Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. This is one of my late night ramblings on a topic. I heard something yesterday that I thought was really interesting. There's been a lot of talk about this idea of 5G. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself because I get mixed up on on a, on a lot of stuff, but I think it's 5G, I'm pretty sure, and causing issues with our body, 5G causing issues with our body, like affecting our cells or our breathing, I, I'm not really sure, but there has been, over the last few months, there's been some connection between 5G and, and, um, this supposed um, pandemic, sorry, <laughs> my, um, my words at one thirty in the morning rambling, sorry, anyway, um, so I wanted to talk about this because somebody said something today and I, I cannot even reference where it was, but it was finally, I, I heard this about somehow preparing our bodies or trans for transcending for transcending whatever effects this 5G may have on our body like bas- basically our body is adapting to change being adaptable to change and this sort of goes with my topic that I've been talking about is I guess I should just reference Dr. Joe Dispenza in this. I guess I should just reference him because he he has a, a book called Becoming Superhuman. I have to admit I, I have not read that entire book. <laughs> I have read parts of it, but I have not read all of it. I have this habit of not reading all of books. It's very, very rare that I would read all of a certain book. Um, it's very rare that I would read all of a of a certain book. Wow! I just like I just said that out loud or thought about it. I um I don't know if I if I tend to like get bored or I'm or I read parts of it and I but I rarely like completely from from forward to the back read a book but I have read some excerpts of that book but I have um and I actually I actually have a second one of his books, um, Become the Placebo, and I got it really in a weird way. So over last year, part of last year, I was staying at an Airbnb, and I had struck a deal with the guy to be able to stay at a reduced rate. I was staying in his office. I had been staying in his office for several months and there was a bookcase 
there was a bookcase that was, you know, filled with books in the office. And I, I look over the, I mean, I, of course I'm looking through these books and after a couple of months of staying in the same office multiple times I look over one day and I see you are the placebo and I was completely freaked out by it because there is no way in my opinion that that book would have been sitting there and I would not have noticed it so I don't know if I don't know what happened, except it just goes to the idea that things become things as we put our awareness to them. I have so many of my ideas are are impressions. They're impressions before they actually and I, and I keep getting like these deeper and deeper layers of whatever it is this idea is. I just keep, okay. And then, but this is one that is like really, really so freaky and so esoteric that I don't know how to explain it exactly. But it's the same concept as if a tree falls in a forest you didn't there is no sound if there is no receptor if there's not someone to hear it there is no sound and i believe that in some, that is <laughs> the same with vision it's the same with vision it's really really freaky weird this whole thing our brain is is set up to be able to see something and sort of know its density somehow through vision. Like, like I, I'm, I'm sitting and I'm looking over there and there's a chair. And I know, I know what that chair feels like by looking at it. But... And when I close my eyes, or I draw my attention away from it, the chair is like virtually gone. It makes me wonder if it really is gone. I don't quite understand all of that yet. I, I mean, I really don't. But theoretically, it's the same concept as there, there has to be something to see it, I guess. I don't quite understand it. <laughs> I was um I just had this vision. Please bear with me on this podcast. I don't know if I'll end up publishing this. Um I just had this thought about about Jesus's con when he said those who have eyes to to see and ears to hear. It makes me wonder that maybe something that I look into or that connection between what I'm talking about. Because I really believe that Jesus 
had, along with everything else that he was, he had figured out how to defy the laws of physics. He, he really had learned how to calm a storm. He had learned how to turn water to wine. He had learned how to say to a mountain to move. He said with the faith of a mustard seed, you could say to that mountain to move and it would move. And we all laugh. He said that, that we would do greater things than he did. And so far, we've all turned our attention to his passing rather than his living. Rather than the way that he actually lived, how he actually taught us to live. He said you would do greater things. With the faith of a mustard seed, you would do greater things. And now I'm trying to figure out what it was that I had started out this podcast to talk about. Oh, it was the idea of becoming superhuman. Because that goes to the statement that Morpheus said to Neo, he said, in the Matrix, he said, what, I'm going to be able to dodge bullets. And then Neo said, no, when you're ready, you won't have to. And becoming superhuman, what does it mean to become superhuman? To be able to transcend the obstacles, the bullets that come at us, and one of them being 5G. Last, last week, I had a, um, a, I got this, this notification on my Instagram from a guy named, about a movie. I, his name is Brett Kloop, or Klup, or C-L-U-P, I believe. I'm not really good with saying names correctly. The guy is just sweetness. He's a really, really amazing human being. And he has a beautiful wife and two children, and he he lives on top of the hill. <laughs> I don't know where he lives. <laughs> he lives on top of the hill. Oh my gosh. Anyway, but I've been following him for a couple of years and this guy is just I I just he's he's just utterly precious. I, I don't know how else to say a really, really first rate human being. And he did he created this movie called Look to the Sky and I watched it and I cried through most of it. Because it had all of these stories of these people, these, they were all like young people. Some of them were really young. And how they had transcended an, an obstacle in their life. 
There was this one little girl who had found out that she had, I'm just going to talk about just one maybe, who knows what I'll do. <laughs> um, there was this little girl and she had found out that she had um, some kind of bone cancer. And they went in, they gave her three options and she and her parents gave her some some like I guess that she had some choice in the decision making and so she decided to to have I guess her knee replaced. No, what they did was, it was really, really, really odd. What they did was they, somehow they, they took the knee, but they put the bottom of her leg backwards. And she was able to use this prosthetic that used the back of her foot as a, as a, um, and she put her foot and it, and it somehow made her movements like more lifelike and she was a dancer and this little girl somebody they they made her a prosthetic where she could do ballet she could do ballet with a with a prosthetic it was so amazing i mean i cried through nearly this whole this whole um movie it was talking about, I guess, during the Depression is when Superman came out. And the people were really, really depressed. And, and they came out with this superhero who gave them something to look up to. Something to strive for. Something, somebody to emulate. And I, I am just amazed about the possibilities. <laughs> I'm amazed about the possibilities. And so people doing great things, I had realized one day that it wasn't what Jesus wasn't really necessarily talking about moving a mountain. He was talking about doing the seemingly impossible thing. The seemingly impossible thing. And I've watched a number of Dr. Dispenza's actual, um, his testimonials on YouTube and I watched a number of them and these people are having like miraculous things happen at these at his his um, workshops his retreats I haven't had the opportunity to go to his, and I'd really like to. It, had, it has been mostly a, a financial, a financial thing. Sometimes I, I don't understand like why, 
but that there must be a reason like why financially I wasn't able to to like be able to make thing certain things happen like I had I had this desire to do um one of Brian Rose's business accelerator courses and they're not even really that expensive I mean if you think about it um Brian Rose's business accelerator or Dr. Dispenza's retreats like if you spread it out if you spread out the actual time that this person is is asking you to to put up some money for it's like it's really not that much money to go to see this person and get the information that they are going to be giving you it's really not they're very affordable actually but I so far have not been able to make it to any of his his workshops um so but I've watched a lot of his YouTubes uh, YouTubes about him not all his YouTubes some on other stations but he he also had this one where he was talking about these people these entities that he started to see at his workshops and and I knew about them I I knew about them because I had maybe not the entities that he's talking about but I have experienced the paranormal in my own life and so i i had this like real connection and 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 his and his followers like were describing these events with these these beings and i i really had the desire to connect with these people because one of the bigger challenges for me personally has been the isolation that I've gone through of not really having anyone to bring the information or what went down to and have a conversation. Like I've had similar situations, similar things to David Icke for sure. Like almost very, very so similar. I had a very similar thing go down as he did. Um, like 30 years ago, 40 years ago, I think either in the 80s or 90s, he had a very similar situation that I had the summer of 2018. And so when I hear these these amazing stories of these people and this connection to beings that most people cannot see, I guess some people including Dr. Dispenza, I guess he was able to actually see them. Um, he got enough vibrational match to be able to actually see them. I've actually asked the beings that are connected to me if I could see them. <laughs> I've asked them. And so far, I, I have not been able to actually see them it's more so hearing them 
it's more so just some knowingness that they're there. And so, so these people are going to Dr. Dispenza's retreats and some of them are being healed like of, they, they sort of get healed of all kinds of different things and they have like these psychic connections what would go which would go to my theory of telepathy i mean i really really believe that we have the power of telepathy I had this this really weird thing happen. I have some kind of really strange connection to my daughter too, like psychically. I'm just going to give you one example of many. So my daughter had, had, my son had actually given my daughter a Polaroid camera, one of those really fun ones, um, a few years ago for Christmas. And we had a lot of fun with this camera and over the oh, about a year ago I was bored at work and I I was looking through my emojis I was looking through emojis on something oh the Urban Outfitter emojis <laughs> so I'm looking through the Urban Outfitter emojis and I and I send her the one with a Polaroid camera in it, this emoji. I send it to her, and she immediately sends me back. Oh, my God, Mom. I brought my Polaroid camera today, and I've never brought it to work before. And I had sent her that, that emoji that day was freaky um we've had like really really freaky connection I don't know what it is but specifically with my daughter and <laughs> and so I this idea of of transcendence and being able to actually transcend these limiting thoughts even about our health which was one of the bigger issues that I was having with this whatever is going on in the world right now was the amount of people would actually die because of their beliefs about it because of their beliefs about it because of the collective belief about it. And so, <laughs> what's coming to mind right now, I'm so sorry. I hope that this has any meaning whatsoever. I, I had watched the movie Apocalyptico by, by Mel Gibson. I had watched this movie. I'm really not into violence, and so the movie is extremely violent. And and I'm just, I'm utterly hooked. I'm utterly hooked on this movie. 
And I'm, how is this guy going to get out of this? That's all I could think of. It's like, I'm like, I have to watch this because I have to know how this guy gets out of this. How does he get out of this? And I'm watching this and I'm just, I just can't even believe what I'm seeing. But there was this scene. There was just an amazing scene in that movie where he had been taken as a slave well, not really as a slave. He had just been taken because he was going to be sacrificed to the gods. And he's in this line of people who are being forced to be sacrificed to the gods. And they've, they've got him on this temple. They were in line on this temple with this number of these people who they lay him down on this platform. They they just cut out their heart and chop off their head. And these heads like roll down this this temple. It's just gory. I mean, there's just blood everywhere. It's just awful. <laughs> it's awful. And this 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 guy, he's like he's getting to the, the front and he's like, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I am not going to die today. And I think his cousin's with him, and his cousin's like what are you crazy like how how would we get out of this and and so they lay him down and all of a sudden there's an eclipse and they they let him go because they believe that the gods are satisfied at least for the moment. <laughs> but it's just those moments, you know, in your life. They're not as extreme, where it's not as extreme, but it, you got something going and you're really scared. But you just have this like mustard seed of faith and you just have that moment where the miraculous just takes over and happens. The solar, the eclipse. <laughs> and so this term like really became something that I used. Actually, ironically, I don't know I don't know if I would ever get married again. <laughs> I really don't know. I was talking to my friend about it yesterday, just kind of joking about it. Would I ever get married again? But the last man that I had married, I, my vows were like so beautiful. <laughs> and I had mentioned this eclipse. Because he was, at that time, he was my eclipse. These like moments of grace in our life. It's like given like this pearl, this pearl of great price, that thing that we are wishing for, 
We would go sell everything for it. And what I've discovered is that it really is, it really is this. And I get back to this idea of the alignment. The alignment with that which created everything. Alignment with the love of God. Alignment with just the love of God and just sitting and being so full up with the most serene, calm, gentle, feeling of just content love, warmth just this feeling and when you're in this state it really is a state of utter perfection Where it really does feel like you become impenetrable. If a bullet were to come at you, it would just ricochet. <laughs> if 5G comes at you, it ricochets. If some type of disease thinks it's going to come to you, this realization that all, all is well. That all is well, this is the pearl of great price, is this. The knowing that we are an aspect of God. The knowing that we are all aspects of God. And that means that we are love as well. Somehow love is the actual building blocks that we were made of. The beauty of all existence, every cell of our bodies. It's the clay that God is the clay. and the creator then we just settle into the stream the stream of life and we go out and we do amazing things we learn how to heal our bodies we learn how to do ballet when we have a missing limb. <laughs> we learn just 
how to transcend any obstacles in our lives. Because we are here for joy. We are here for joy. And with that, I'm going to end this podcast. I'm not sure if I will publish it or not. <laughs> we'll just have to see. Anyway, I appreciate you listening, and I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.